This is Jason Kristoff. This is Podcast 53 for November the 4th. And um, I'll try and make this short, and I've said that many times, but this is a very important podcast regarding the absolute ambush that the world governments are putting their public in right now. And it's very, very important that everybody sort of spread this uh, podcast if they can, because, of course, in the show notes, which, again, if you want the show notes, I don't. Someone said you can you have to download the SoundCloud uh, cloud app, I believe, to get the show notes. They're, they're, if you're on a laptop or a desktop, you can definitely click on the picture of the podcast in question look but if you need the if you need the show notes and you don't have them email me at jason at freedom from com. again that is jason at freedom from com, and i will copy them from the show and i will email them to you directly now i've never made that uh, offer before and again let me know it's podcast 53 I'm not too sure what I'm going to call it. It'll be something <laughs> something about the government lying to you and uh, destroying everything that you cherish. So just make sure you let me know it's Podcast 53 that you want the show notes for. And, you know, we see, if you go back in my podcast five months ago, you'll see that, yes, I predicted. And anybody with um, the history of the group that's, now trying to take over and dominate the complete planet. Anybody with knowing their history and how they operate knew five or six months ago that they were going to be, you know, planning the second wave. And and it's a psychological operation, which means they're conditioning you, they're training you, they're wearing you down, they're, they're inserting and impregnating into you Um, the phraseology that legitimizes and normalizes and even monetizes and incentivizes your slavery. And that is what they're trying to do. So they got you used to the lockdowns. They got you used to sidestepping the democratic process. And a lot of people are buying into this hook, line, and sinker. And of course, they use fear and repetition to drive it's like called psychic driving they're 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 driving the fear into the the collective which lowers their iq and brings them into a childlike state where they demand they be saved and then of course the people who organize the fear step in and tabulate their solutions that they ever that they've always wanted it's also called Uh, problem reaction solution psychology where they invent the problem this coronavirus which is completely manufactured out of pure wind and weaponized propaganda it does not exist whatsoever i mean the coronavirus itself is uh, the name of a particle that can be found around necrotic tissue um that presents a disease manifestation equal to the cold. So coronavirus is basically the common cold. And if you think that the government's trying to destroy your business, eliminate cash, 
inject you with an untested vaccine that has already killed someone in Brazil and crippled someone in the UK. If you believe that your governments are all doing this at the same time, locking you down, destroying everything you hold, uh, you know, hold dear to your heart. If you think they're doing that to protect you from the common cold, like you're completely fucking unconscious. And you're going to get what people in history have always gotten for being that fucking stupid. Like if you think the government uh, is doing this for your health and safety and, you know, Chocolate bar, junk food kills 11 million people on this planet every year. Alcohol kills 3 million and cigarettes kill 7 million. That's 21 million deaths every single year on this planet on, on a planet where 50, I think it's 57 million people die every single year. And, you know, what has the government given people full access to during the lockdowns, alcohol, cigarettes, and junk food? And if you're that dumb, if someone out there is listening to that, because we got a lot of trolls on my email list, of course, that like to analyze what I say. Like, if you're that stupid to think that the government is your friend, I mean, there's chocolate bar pop and potato chip machines in the hospital. They serve French fries to patients, Jello with red dye number two in it. There's nothing the government does that makes you healthy. The fluoride in many municipal water supplies are proven to cause brain damage at two parts per million. Um, and that's the sort of uh, threshold level of what they put in the water supply if you happen to be gifted with that poison free of charge from your corrupt government officials. Uh, the two, like if you go to Flo uh, Colgate or, um, you know, Crest toothpaste, uh, brain damage occurs at two parts per million. And I'll, I'll, put, that, I'll put that up in the show notes as the first link. Um, that you can see there's 62 uh, studies so far proving that fluoride causes brain damage at two parts per million. And in your toothpaste, they put 1,500 parts per million of fluoride in your toothpaste. And I'll put up a fluoride study by Dr. Dean Burke, which shows you that uh, fluoride causes cancer. And of course, I mean, when you go even to the dentist, and if you're fucking insane enough to allow the dentist to put one of these dental dams, these, these trays of fluoride on your teeth, it has fluoride in the concentration of 15,000 to 25,000 parts per million, causing brain damage at two parts per million and absolutely proven conclusively to cause cancer. So the control grid is massive. You were born into it. You don't know anything about it. You're living inside a fabricated illusion. Who taught you that the government was your friend? Well, the government taught you that the government was your friend in the government indoctrination camps that you call school where you are brainwashed on 
uh, you know, one brainwashing cycle every week to make you think that slave master is your friend. And slave master's job is to poison you and indoctrinate you into a state of weakness so that these various attacks can occur throughout history. And I'll even put up a book by John Taylor Gatto, which I've put up many times. John Taylor Gatto is the most famous public school teacher in all the world, and he has documented for free the historical figures who invented a forced public schooling or mandatory schooling. And they openly state that the schooling is to destroy the creativity of the children, to indoctrinate them and instill them like as a, a docile military workforce, limited labor for uh, limited learning for lifelong labor is the actual quote by many people who have manufactured the school system. We were all born into this. We actually think it's absolutely normal. And again, these things are coming to a head. So it just they just didn't invent school to make you live inside an illusion and to believe in lies and to live out lies as truth and get the disastrous weakening results that come when you live out lies as truth, which make you depressed and disoriented and dysfunctional and diseased and addicted and miserable. That's that, that They didn't just invent the school system to make you stunned. They did everything I'm talking about from fluoride toothpaste to Teflon pans to antidepressants that make your depression worse to statin drugs that destroy your internal organs to Wi-Fi that causes cancer to cell phones that track you. They're all like pieces of a watch, folks. And you're, right now we're starting to tell the time. There's 150 pieces in the average watch. They all work together to tell the time. All your indoctrination, all your Hollywood movies, all your government propaganda, all the poisons by which they name every single poison a different, you know, a different title so that you think statin drugs are different than Teflon and Teflon's different than fluoride and your cancer-causing cell phone in your purse is, is different than, you know, the you know, the the meta, the, the vaccinations loaded with documented toxins. You think they're all different? They're all the same. They're all absolutely the same to make you weak, to make you indoctrinated, to make you dependent, to make you too financially dependent to challenge the system. So when they have everybody dumbed down, when they have everybody chemically weakened, when they have everybody sucking hard on the government tit where they don't know how to grow their own food, they don't know how to make their own money, they, they, they love Darth Vader, they love the Death Star, they want to get employed with Darth Vader on the Death Star because the Death Star gives the best pensions <laughs> and gives the best benefits. Once they got you there and they got you there, once they did that, now they attack. Now they are attacking and they will destroy you where you stand if you do not wake up. And the, how they're doing this right now is the RT-PCR test. That is the test. And although I will refer to it as a test many times, the inventor 
Kerry Mullis. Um, he was a man, a scientist, a, um, a biochemist who invented the RT-PCR test. In, he, when he invented it, it was merely a process. He got great um, celebration when he invented a machine that could take a very small sample of any molecule and amplify it. So what you couldn't see under a microscope in the past, Kerry Mullis invented a process where you take a sample, you put a particular um, storage device where you put the sample into the machine. These machines are not expensive either, and they go through a cycling system that involves heating and cooling of the sample. And, you know, remarkably, and this is why uh, he was given the Nobel Prize for Science in 93 for this invention by the simple application of rapid cooling and rapid heating. One molecule can multiply into millions of molecules and therefore you can see how many sort of small molecules live. You can actually see and amplify, amplify and magnify things that you could never see before. Was it ever invented to test for a disease? Absolutely not. It was never invented to test for COVID, to test for any infectious-based pathogen, not whatsoever. So the RT-PCR test stands for reverse transcriptase a polymerase chain reaction test. And it is absolutely never supposed to be used as a diagnostic tool for telling someone if they have a disease or not. And the reason the government has picked the RT-PCR test or process which is what it rightfully should be called, is the RT-PCR process of magnification and amplification. The reason your corrupt governments around the world, making you and making most people weak, making the males feminized, making people fat, making people sick with vaccines and toxic drugs and fluoride, and making them dependent, on the government for their livelihoods, knowing this is a very old group. They know that if you are employed with the government, you have a quick, very quick mental calculation that for the government, for you to get paid, whether you're on the books right now as a government staffer or you are on a pension from said government, they are well aware that you have one card to play psychologically that for you to continue receiving your paycheck, the government must continue. So each government employee was purposely hired and mass hiring campaigns were initiated over the past 60 years to basically start stacking the votes for anything the government does, including absolute corruption, absolute destruction of the society, 
poisoning, Nazi-style genocide, euthanasia, and everybody in the government just hopes it doesn't happen to them and they can't believe it, but will they speak up? Psychological testing shows no. The majority will freeze. They don't know what to do, and this is all part of the psychic driving. This is all part of the psychological manipulation. This is all part of the psychological conditioning to freeze a very large portion of the workforce and make sure they side with the most evil campaign, the most evil operation ever launched on the history of this planet that we're aware of, because these families do this all the time. They're trying to literally reduce the world population through toxic vaccination, and anybody who happens to be left, uh, they will control with an iron fist if they survive this uh, COVID-19 vaccination. And I will put up medical doctor, Dr. Carrie Midday, so that you can understand. And she is a medical doctor and a moral and ethical one, which is not frozen like all the other unethical and immoral, uh, scientific and uh, medical staffers who are allowing this to happen. The vaccine is definitely broken down by Dr. Carrie Midday. And you won't believe what they have in this vaccination. And of course, um, it has already killed a participant in Brazil and crippled a participant in a, re in a research trial in the UK. And they continue on anyway, and they will continue to continue on anyway, unless you absolutely find your voice. So what's driving all this hysteria, driving all the lockdowns, driving the bubbles, the cancellation of sports, every, the no flights is the cases. And where are we getting the cases? Where are we getting the positive cases? We're getting the positive cases from the RT-PCR test, a process invented by Kerry Mullis that is in no way uh, designed to uh, diagnose and used as a diagnostic tool to tell someone that they are infected. And again, it's amplified, and this is where the problem lies, is that on the RT-PCR machine that the lab techs will be using to cycle your samples through, you as the lab tech can digitally input into the RT-PCR diagnostic tool. You put the sample of what you took, the swab, you prepare the swab, you put the preparation in the RT-PCR uh, diagnostic tool, this machine that cycles the sample through hot and cold cycles and it amplifies the genetic material that's there. And, and basically, you as the lab tech can punch in digitally how many cycles that the sample will go through. And like Carrie Mullis has said, and I will make sure to put up in the show notes the literal video of the inventor, Kerry Mullis, saying, with my test, with my process, you can find absolutely anything in anyone. Because he said everybody has at least one molecule of everything inside them already, whether they make that, whether that, whether that molecule is in enough quantity or enough virulence to make someone sick. He admits 
that his process, his RT-PCR process, has no ability to do anything but to amplify sort of one grain of rice into millions of grains of rice, whether that uh, fragment of uh, DNA or RNA makes someone sick, this test could not test for that whatsoever. And, and there are other people inside this, uh, this document that I'm going to have. It, the document, the article is full of videos. You should watch everyone. The document is called The COVID Test Cannot Test for COVID. And you will see there are testimonies from high-ranking medical doctors and high-ranking scientists that say you should not be using this test in the first place. And anything that cycles over 20 gives amazingly high false positives, which means people who are not sick are told that they have COVID. And this is how ridiculous and how far this has already gone. They're saying that people that have no disease uh, manifestation, no disease symptoms, they're saying, you're still sick. You have to go home or you have to do this or do that. We have to close businesses. We have to destroy the economy because these people are asymptomatic, which means they're not sick. Now, let me tell you about like how a pregnancy test gets um, you know, legalized for use. You can't have uh, a pregnancy test where you test 100 women who aren't pregnant and say that 97% of them are carrying child when they're not. If that was the case, your, your test fails because what they do is they simply say, let's do your test with, these, with, these, with this group. And knowing that we can really do, can confirm that if these women are pregnant or not, because in nine months or in even four months, it'll be obvious that they're pregnant. So please bring your pregnancy test uh, to us for standardization and testing to see if it's a good test. But can you imagine a pregnancy test that says 97% of women who aren't pregnant are pregnant? And then as the test manufacturer, you said, well, unfortunately, you're wrong. They're just asymptomatic. They're, they're pregnant and not pregnant at the same time. They'll never give birth, but they're also pregnant. Who would put up with this sort of nonsense? No one. And that test would be shuttled off into the garbage where it belongs unless you're a corrupt government trying to sell a fake pandemic to install a worldwide dictatorship. You would go with the, the, the RT-PCR test because the cycling of the test determines, can you imagine a test it's the test, the RT-PCR test and its amplification properties and its magnification properties is what causes the false positive or the positive or the negative, not the person. The person is supposed to determine if they're sick or not. The person's sample is supposed to determine if they're sick or not. The pregnant lady if she's pregnant or not, she is supposed to determine the result of the test. The test is not supposed to determine backwards the disease state 
of the person, and the test is not supposed to determine backwards the pregnancy result of the woman. The woman's pregnant or she's not. The person's sick or she's not. You're not aware, but there's testimony in this document on video by a doctor called uh, Dr. Thomas Cowan, and he has acquired one of the RT-PCR diagnostic machines that you can upregulate or downregulate or up amplify or down amplify at will. And if you amplify the sample 60 times, which you're allowed to punch in to the RT-PCR machine, if you input 60, which means the machine will carry out 60 amplifications 60 cycles of heating and cooling, making one grain of rice in the corner of the room, the size, uh, basically the quantity of a tractor trailer full of rice. If you sample, if you cycle the sample 60 times, every single person fails for COVID, 100%. And everybody that would have taken the test has absolutely nothing wrong with them whatsoever. If you sample the the if you cycle the sample twenty times, um, no one fails, and there's there's there will be um, doctors and scientists in a link inside this document that will testify. This should never even be used as a diagnostic tool. It should be used as a confirmative tool with other evidence, but only if people come in sick. It should never be used on healthy people because the false positives are massive. And it should never be cycled over 20. We will also have inside testimony that the Ontario government is been telling their lab techs to cycle and punch in the digital cycle command between 38 and 48 cycles, giving massive false positives. And there will be another uh, a statistician review, reviewing the admitted false positive rate by government authorities regarding the RT-PCR test that basically says absolutely every single person who they say is a positive case is a false positive. And the reason that is will be explained in the video by Paul Weston, a researcher. It'll be near the very end of the uh, bottom of the page. And he will ex explain conclusively, and I'll give you a little example. In the United Kingdom, they did 20 million tests, 20 million tests. And they, they say or they admit that this particular RT-PCR test has a false positive rate of 2.3%. And there was 425,000 positive cases. So what the average person may believe is that the 2.3% false positive rate applies to the 400 and say 20,000 positive cases. And so someone might say, well, 2.3%, and we could even do it right now, 420,000 positive cases times 0.23% 
is uh, about 9,000 cases. So the, someone might say, well, okay, so you have 420,000 uh, positive cases with an error rate of 2.3%. That means there's still a whole bunch of positive cases. Uh, they're only off by nine, you know, maybe 10,000 on 420,000. And unfortunately, folks, no, that's not how the math goes. The 2.3% false positive rate that the government admits to is inside the RT-PCR test because it is in no way designed or calibrated to test at all. They say uh, for COVID, it's 2.3% on the whole 420,000. So if you go back to uh, the 420,000, uh, sorry, it was 20 million. So there was, it's applied to the 20 million. There are, again, 20 million cases. So I'm going to put 20 million into my calculator right here. Make sure it's got the, um, the right amount of zeros. So the 2.3% false positive rate does not apply to the 420,000 positive cases that came from the 20 million tests. The 2.3% false positive rate applies to the 20 million. And if you times 20 million by 0.23%, you have 460,000 false positives. So let's review that. The government says 20 million tests have been done in the UK The um, under the most, con you know, conservative estimates, the RT-PCR test has a error rate of 2.3% for giving false positives, which doesn't sound like that much, but it applies to the full 20 million tests given. The t out of the 20 million tests given, 420,000 were, were diagnosed as having a positive case of COVID, but if you apply the 2.3% error rate, to, and it's supposed to be applied to the test number, you apply the 2.3% to the 20 million, you come up with a false positive error rate of 460,000. We have 420,000 positive cases of COVID in the UK about, th these are stats from about a month ago, which means people, every single person told to have COVID does not have COVID. And if you think the government does not know this, you are completely unconscious. Are you thinking that these people do not know this about the RT-PCR test? Of course they know. That's why they picked it. They can control the pandemic at will. They can pass whoever they want passed by cycling it at 20 or 15 cycles. They can make outbreaks occur and appear absolutely anywhere they want by upcycling it into the ranges that they are, are already upcycling it and amplifying it. Folks, the test is designed 
to control the outbreak. The machine decides who's sick. The person's actual disease state has absolutely nothing to do with the positive cases. And they are not asymptomatic. They are not sick. Imagine a pregnancy test that tells someone she's pregnant when she's not. This test would not be worth its salt. And that's why all diagnostic tests are reviewed through what's the gold standard. The gold standard in pregnancy tests is, yes, show me a test. We will look at it. And of course, we can confirm if your test is correct or not based on keeping these women around and seeing if their bellies get bigger. Therefore, we can determine the accuracy of your test. The COVID test was always supposed to be uh, calibrated and measured and approved in the exact same way of pregnancy tests. If you have a COVID test, if you come ahead and say that the RT-PCR test is the test that they will be using for COVID, they're supposed to go through an approval process where they test a thousand people. If they said 800 have COVID, they take them aside and they watch them to see if they get sick. If they do not get sick, the test fucking sucks. You're not supposed to use it because it'll create hysteria, create false numbers when people are not sick. And then if you're going to use those numbers to take away people's rights, close their businesses, bankrupt them, force them to get on the government tit. And of course, the universal basic income is what they want everybody on. That's why they're trying to close the businesses. And the universal basic income will come with riders and conditions. And one of the riders and Conditions will be, yeah, you can come live in this low income housing. You have to take a vaccine. You can't talk against the government. We will give you this poisoned food. We will poison your water. And when you die or get sick from the vaccine or all the poison assaults we put on you, the 5G and the low-income housing, whatever we do to get rid of you, we will diagnose it as COVID so that more sheep come running for the vaccination, more sheep close the businesses, more people stay at home, more businesses close, and then it's like putting out fire with with gasoline. So basically, the RT-PCR test was always supposed to be approved like every other diagnostic test in the world. If you're testing for pregnancy it's very easy give me a thousand women we'll test them in whichever way you you suggested and then of course we can confirm how accurate your test is to see if their bellies get big in like four months or see if they're really pregnant very simple and again the rt-pcr test is supposed to be approved in this exact way if it's going to be unleashed on the public where, yeah, if you say, yeah, like there's 500 people out of this thousand person sample have tested positive with my RT-PCR test, you take them aside and you watch them in a controlled environment, a controlled experiment. And if they don't get sick, you say, look, I am really sorry, your test is no good. It doesn't have accuracy for determining if someone has COVID or not. And your government has screwed you again because when you declare 
uh, an emergency in an Ontario. We have Doug Ford in the middle of the summer when the when the cases were its absolute lowest because the sun's out. This has a lot to do with sunlight, folks. People die more when it's dark out, but when in the middle of the summer are super corrupted easily manipulated Illuminati ham puppet Doug Ford in Ontario declared a state of emergency for the next six months and everybody's like why and he's just said just because because he's taking his orders they know what's coming they've completely planned this and inside any sort of emergency declaration guess what doesn't have to be tested diagnostic tools to diagnose emergency infections and vaccines. You don't have to put the vaccines through any sort of uh, regular approval process. The regular approval process for uh, vaccines is 10 years and 96% of vaccines that get, um, you know, suggested for use get denied. So usually a 10-year approval process 96% 96% get denied, and the vaccine is out right now in some countries. And again, it has already killed people in Brazil and crippled uh, test subjects in the UK. And again, your corrupt governments, when they have the emergency declaration orders, and even on a municipal level, even in my town in, in Canada where I live, the municipality also declared an emergency. And because they declared an emergency, they got a a couple million dollars from, I think it was either the federal or Ontario government. They thought, oh, that's great. We declare emergency. We get some extra funding to fight this disease that doesn't exist whatsoever. And then you see that the emergency laws start blanketing Every single Canadian, the Canadians don't know what's going on, is that the verbiage, the phraseology, the triggering of a pandemic or emergency declaration allows the corrupt people in power to use a test that has no ability to test for COVID. They handpick the RT-PCR test because the cycling and amplification properties of the diagno- of this tool that you put the sample in, you could look it up. It's a very small machine, sits on, on the desk of, of uh, any lab in Canada. You put the sample in, you digitize how many cycles or amplification cycles you want it to enact upon the sample, and you can make anybody look sick at absolutely any time, and they're not asymptomatic, they're not ill. And even if they are ill, even if the RT-PCR test was accurate, which it is not, all it does is amplify material. And if you see an amplified strand of RNA or DNA that maybe looks like a, 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 a very small segment of something in a viral library, it's the, that amplification method absolutely tells the uh, lab tech nothing about does it cause disease in the host. The person could be a smoker. They could be a Dorito eater. They could be working night shift. And you'll see that not none of these things are ever talked about. Like when you see the cases, you'll never see 
how old the people are. If you see the deaths, where did they occur? Did, was it a senior? Did they take a flu zone, the high-dose flu vaccine, which has death as a listed adverse ev- event, like they call it post-marketing experience. So I'll put that up too. I'll put up the flu zone um basically the flu zone vaccine insert where you can see where it says i think i think i remember it says post-marketing experience which just basically means this is what happened to real people outside the research lab when real people took it in the real world and there's death death is a listed side effect so when you hear people dying did they take the flu shot how old were they I mean, if the average age of death in Canada is 81 and someone took a flu zone shot and died at 85 and they upcycled her sample and said she was COVID positive, this is a complete ambush. And people are in long-term care homes are dying and someone says, yeah, they're really dying. There's something out there. Like the average person who's under mind control and maybe sitting on the fence says, yeah, it's not as bad as they say, but I know there's something. Well, yep. Like, are we really to believe that up until March 2020 that no one died in the world? No one got sick in the world up until March 2020. Of course they did. So all we have to do is look back at the death rates and the uh, infection rates or the hospitalization rates compared to the years before. Like in Canada, 296,000 people die every year in Canada. In 2019, 296,000 Canadians died. Do we have any greater amounts of deaths? Uh, No, we don't. It's even more odd we have less deaths. We have less deaths because the hospitals, no one's, no one's going to the hospital to get killed by the, the medical, the butchering surgeries and the toxic medication. The deaths are down. What kind of pandemic has less deaths? And I'll put that, I'll put a, um, um, a link to, to that with the, with the uh, actually I'll probably imprint it into the article, the, um, the reduction in deaths in Ontario from March uh, 2020 to September 2020 compared to uh, March 2019 to September 2019, we have a reduction in deaths, even with the COVID fake deaths on top of that. And there's also documents where the Quebec government told all the doctors, any death is COVID, no testing necessary. We've had the Ontario government come out with a similar document saying inside the statistics that we printed and we released in about June of 2020, we have death figures that include deaths from other causes. Like, wh- Why would you need to do that? Why would you need to include heart attack deaths and COVID deaths? Why would you need cancer deaths folded into COVID deaths? Well, you would if you were trying to scare the public to make them think that there's a pandemic when there's not. You need the RT-PCR test so that you can amplify samples well above the threshold that you're supposed to amplify them. We have, um, we have uh, members of provincial parliament here in Ontario stating that, yes, the, the instructions to the lab techs, lab techs throughout all of Ontario they're telling the lab techs to upcycle and reg, you know amplify the samples of all Ontario residents into the 38 to 45 cycle category when these uh, samples are never supposed to be cycled over 20. So when you see the fall, these positive cases, number one, 
No one's reporting if they're sick or not. Most of them are perfectly healthy. And the old people and the gullible and the TV watchers and Joe and Jane coffee shop and uh, Karen and, and, and Kevin TV watcher are jumping in the bushes thinking that, yeah, we have a thousand cases across Ontario with this bullshit RT-PCR test. Number one, are they sick? No, they're not sick. But they're advertised like they're sick. Oh, they're asymptomatic. If we allow the government to tell healthy people that they're sick, how, like, where do you think this is going to go? Then everybody healthy has COVID, has to take a COVID vaccine guaranteed that's proven to kill and cripple, is rushed through uh, a pros, uh, like a safety approval process that usually takes 10 years it's it's rushed through at six months it's killing and crippling people and if you want to know how unhealthy this vaccine is go to the show notes and look for dr carrie Madey's video and she'll clearly explain explain how deadly this vaccine really is and what it's intended to do and the governments of course ambushing you by faking the deaths totally ambushing you lying to you boldface faking the deaths, faking the death st statistics. There are no extra deaths. There are no, no novel increases in death. What kind of pandemic does not produce extra deaths? And then the positive cases are based on the faulty RT-PCR process invented by Kerry Mullis. The machine determines the pandemic, not the people. The people's disease state means nothing. The RT-PCR machine is designed to give the pandemic result that the politicians want whenever they want. They can control the outbreak whenever they want. Again, if you cycle it 60 times, 100% of the samples fail for COVID. If you do it 35 to 43 times or four, 38 to 45 times, which the Ontario government are telling their lab techs to do, we get so, you know some people uh, failing and then some people passing. And of course, as we get into the winter, as the government, corrupt governments want to increase the fear as the vaccine's ready, because this is the narrative they want, they will tell the lab techs to start upcycling it from you know 45 up to 55. Everybody's going to be failing. And then, of course, the deaths are there. When you see a death, a COVID death, how old were they? 90, 91? Were they, you know, were they at a long care home where they feed them jello and crackers and pump them full of toxic drugs and give them the high dose flu shot that has death as a side effect uh, in real world populations really so when you get these statistics know you're being lied to know you're being manipulated knowing you're being psychologically conditioned to think that the positive case is like a pregnancy test you're, you know pregnancy tests they do have some a small amount of inaccuracy, very, very small. But generally, a, a pregnancy test is like, yeah, she's pregnant or she's not. Never under any circumstances believe that this bullshit COVID RT-PCR process that your corrupt government is using gives you some sort of result like a pregnancy test. The people aren't sick. The machine determines who's sick. No, no. 
It's not supposed to work like that. The machine is supposed to reflect accurately if the person's sick or not. The machine can't determine who's sick, and that's why the government picked it. You're getting the shaft, folks. You gotta start using your voice. Make sure you spread this podcast as far as you can go. They're ramping up all across the world. They wanna shut all the businesses down so that you have no escape. They want the business community shut down so that everybody is given UBI, universal basic income. And even if you're on a government pension, they'll still keep giving you to that, but you'll be forced. They don't, they know the end game is close for them. They want everybody taking the vaccine and millions or even billions will die from the vaccine. They know that. They know that the remaining people will figure this out and want to kill them and destroy them and remove the government. So why do you think they're trying to track you and trace you and know where you are so that when you get close to their house, they're going to apprehend you, arrest you. They're going to track you in every single way because once you figure this out, you're, they know that whoever is left over will want to find them, enact in enact revenge and that's why there's a chipping system there's a tracking system the 5g is there to track you wi-fi can track you but only within 300 feet 5g can track you within the inch they want to know where you are are you close to their house are you coming to get them because when you figure this out you're going to want to go lop someone's head off make sure you find your voice right now folks they know what's coming just start understanding that the RT PCR test, they're lying to you. They're amplifying it above normal thresholds. They're telling people uh, that they're sick when they're not sick at all. And they're reporting deaths that they're regular deaths, folks. To, in, in the U.S., 3 million people die every year. How many are dying now? 3 million. You shouldn't be surprised. We're not. I'm not Superman. You're not Aquaman. We die. People die. There's no novel increase in death rates. It's normal deaths, normal rates in normal population from normal diseases re-advertised as covid even in Canada last year, and even though the flu number, people who get sick with the flu are well above this number, but in Canada last year, they were able to, you know, laboratory diagnose people with the flu. 47,000 Canadians got diagnosed through laboratory means to have the flu in the calendar year last year. And even though the calendar year for this flu statistic is like August 15th to August 15th, like 60 days into it, we only have uh, six, six flu diagnosis in all of Canada in 60 days. Last year for 12 months, we had 47,000. Where did all the other flu infections go? Well, you already know, folks. They're recategorized as COVID. Cancer deaths are recategorized as COVID. Diabetic deaths are, recan- are reclassified as COVID. Uh, car accident deaths, motorcycle accident deaths are, are being reclassified as COVID to stoke the fires. The death statistics, they're fake. The positive cases are beyond fake. This has nothing to do with the disease. COVID hasn't even been isolated in its full genetic sequence, which also means under 
the most basic scientific standards, you're not allowed to appear in a scientific convention and declare that there's a virus under study unless you have the full genetic sequence. The CDC in the U.S. and in Canada and in the U.K., well, they're equivalents. I mean, the CDC is the American um, you know, Centers for Disease Control, but here in Canada, it's Health Canada, and in the U.K., it's the NHS, National Health Service. They've all had to admit that the, the COVID virus has never been isolated in its full genetic sequence, and I'll make sure that the U.K., um, or there's some documents to back that up as well. So folks, start thinking you're on very, very shaky ground here. They're coming. They're going to use the COVID PCR test to take your kids, to shut down schools, to shut your businesses down, to shut grocery stores down. It's too dangerous to go to the grocery store unless you take a vaccine. It's too dangerous for your kid to go back to school unless they take the vaccine. It's too dangerous for you to leave your house unless you take a vaccine. And every fucking death and every sickness caused by this vaccine that's designed to kill and cause sickness will be reclassified as COVID and more lockdown and more pressure and more coercion. And if you don't take the vaccine, well, debit your bank account $1,000 a day until you take the vaccine. And you can't travel till you take the vaccine. And you can't eat until you take the vaccine. And this is their plan. And you got to start giving people the evidence that this RT-PCR test with documented testimony, video testimony from the guy who invented it. He died, uh, coincidentally, (laughs) uh, September 2019. But he's talked about this his whole life because they tried this, this bullshit. Uh, using during the AIDS and HIV epidemic. It was the same thing. They were using the RT-PCR process back then to tell healthy people they had AIDS. It's the same thing. And then uh, if you had, sorry, HIV, if you had HIV, they would prescribe what's called AZT, which was a um, banned cancer drug, a banned cancer drug because it killed so many people. And then remarkably uh, re-licensed if you had HIV. And then, of course, the AZT would do to HIV patients. Well, they didn't have HIV, but they they would do to those patients Uh, what they were doing to cancer patients before it was banned. It was killing them. And then with every death by the AZT, um, the government would come out and say AIDS is out of control. People are dying left, right, and center. Testing, testing, testing. AZT, AZT, AZT. And guess who was the, the ringleader of that? You wouldn't believe it if I told you, but it was Dr. Anthony Fauci. And I'll put up that Uh, documentary showing, yeah, Fauci was at it back in the 80s too, using a fake test, telling, scaring people, weaponizing fear, telling them they're infected, telling them AZT will help them, and then the AZT is designed to kill them, and then as the people die, um, more fear, more people come in for testing. Again, it's like putting a fire out with gasoline. Same thing today, fake testing, the vaccine's coming, the vaccine's going to kill and cripple people, make everybody sick. And then when they get sick and die, they're going to be blamed on COVID. And then uh, here we go, putting the fire out with the gasoline again. And people are going to run into the abattoir, getting their, they're going to get inviscerated, they're going to get their heads cut off, they're going to get... Uh, 
you know, they're, they're going to get euthanized. And, they're go- and, and it's all based on lies. It's all based on propaganda. And this is what happens when the society becomes centered on deception and deceit. Our society is rotten. It's all based on deception and deceit. There's so many government workers who know this too. The deception and deceit is keeping it quiet from the public because they want to keep their jobs. They want to keep their pensions. They want to keep all this rolling in. They're like, well, I guess some people have to die. It's deception. Deceit, it's evil, it's rotten to the core. A whole society is based on telling the right lie to the right person at the right time for the right reward or the right paycheck. Folks, we're on, like, it's hell. We're living in hell. Have you not noticed? This is, it's, it, we're, we're walking into an agenda here where billions could perish through starvation, vaccine euthanasia, uh, euthanasia economic poverty, um, you know, it's just going to collapse into slave-on-slave violence as the people who organize this you wall, them, wall themselves off in California and come out once we've killed each other because there's nothing left to eat and no jobs left and everything gets shut off and everything gets turned off. Come on, folks. Where do you think this is going? Make sure to understand what's going on. Look at the links in the show notes. Again, if you can't get the show notes because you're on the phone, eat on your own cell phone because I don't think they come up when you're on a cell phone. They do on a laptop or iPad or something. Go to email me, jason at freedomfromselfsabotage.com and I will send you the show notes. I hope everybody got the message here. Spread this far and wide. We don't have a lot of time. This is Jason Kristoff signing off.